All right, here we go. My name is Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 342 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. Do you ever watch House Hunters International? We we watch it all the time. It's uh, I, something baffling about that show. There's many things, but one of the things, if you go in into on demand, in whatever you know, whatever you use, I don't know. I don't know how we watch it. I don't know if we watch it through Discovery Plus, which somehow we have a subscription to. I don't know how we're paying for it. I don't know if we are paying for it. I, am, I don't know if it comes with our cable or whatever. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> but, um, you know, if you go into, I think it's Discovery Plus, you go in there and you look at House Hunters International, it'll say, uh, it'll have hundreds of seasons. It says season 162 or something. I don't know. Uh, I, I, maybe that's an exaggeration, but it has like an enormous number of, quote, seasons. Like how is that possible? <laughs> how long is a season? I don't know. There's there must be thousands of episodes of this thing, many hundreds, possibly over a thousand. I don't even know how how long has this thing been on. What? Uh, how can you, how do you squeeze that many seasons? How long has it been on? Like twenty years? Has it been on that long? Maybe. How do you have a hundred? I don't know. I don't know how many. But anyway. We watch it uh, on a on a semi regular basis, and basically the concept of it is there's a couple. You know, generally, sometimes it's a it's a single person, but I'd say ninety percent of the time, it's a couple, an American couple, generally, that's moving to a you know a, a different country, looking for a place to live. Usually a house, sometimes an apartment, and uh, and it's all I don't know. It's all scripted, I think, or at least it's uh, I don't know if it's scripted, but the producers are definitely involved because each person and the couple, it's either like a man and a woman, two guys, two girls, you know, you know, whatever it is, one person. Has you know wants to live in like if they're moving to Germany for instance they're like I want to I want to feel like I'm in Germany and I want I want old German charm you know this kind of stuff I want something with a lot of character and old German charm I want to feel like I'm in Germany or whatever whatever country they're in it's every time and then the other person you know they want something more modern you know that kind of stuff. And they don't, they don't want to live right in the center of things. They want to live out on the outskirts. They don't want to live in the hustle bustle. The other person wants to live right down there so they can step right out of their apartment and go to a coffee house or a bar or something, you know. So they instantly, both of them, neither one of them are on the same page. There's off, often they're not on the same page with, uh, with money either. One of them wants to spend way more than the other. 
And this is all concocted in advance, or it's exaggerated, at least, because they have to have conflict. That's the, you know, it's the main building block of uh, storytelling, right? You get people, there has to be conflict. They get, you get, that's how people get hooked on this thing. All right, so every single time, without exception, there's, I've never seen an episode, as far as I can remember, and I've seen hundreds, where they're both on the same page. You know, if Tony and I went to another country, we'd probably be on the same page, you know? And then the producers would be like, no, no, we can't have that. You know, one of us is going to have to pretend to be, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know. But anyway, we watch it. Tony likes to watch it as a, as a palate cleanser. Like if we're, we're, we watch, uh, say, Succession, right? We're almost done with that. I think we have like four or five episodes left of the entire series. And that's a fairly dark ass, you know, everybody in it's despicable, you know. It's a dark comedy. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's very funny. I don't know if it's supposed to be. <laughs> I guess it is. But um, it's, it's, you know, it's a dark and she said, I don't, I, she says, I don't like to go to go to sleep with that darkness, you know, fresh in my brain. So we 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 watch an episode of Succession, and then she we we switch over to House Hunters International, House Hunters International, and then it's a palate cleanser, and then she can go to sleep, and you know, and with the with different different images in her head. So anyway, we watch a lot of that. There was one the other night, a guy on there, many times I want to punch one of them, you know. Not that I ever would, but, you know, it, I feel the urge to punch somebody. For one, there's many, many, many reasons why these people are obnoxious. Often it's like Americans going over there, whoa, whoa, no walk-in closet, you know. Like this is a, this, this, you know, this building was built in, you know, 1790. <laughs> you said you wanted old world charm. What, no no dishwasher? Never even heard of so. Are you serious? You know? Look at this bedroom. Look how tight it is. It's very tight. You know, these kind of assholes. But, the, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that irritates the shit out of me. And um, But on those on that thing, and often, it, rarely do I see an episode where I'm not, like, you know, irritated with one of the, you know, one of the people in the couple, one of the, one of the, one member of the couple. <laughs> the other night we were watching one. They're, they're, I can't remember the details. I don't even remember where they're moving. Maybe England. It feels like they were moving to England. And uh, I could be wrong. It doesn't matter. But um, the, the woman... The the wife was a medical doctor. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were moving to England. They were moving to some small town in England. She was a medical doctor, and she got a job as a doctor at a hospital in rural England. It wasn't rural, but you know what I mean. It was. It wasn't London. It wasn't a big city. It was a mid mid sized city, and uh, and the husband who they said he was in sales, I think, in the United States. But he was giving all that up, and he was going to stay home. He's going to be a, a stay-at-home dad. And, uh, you know, he wasn't going to work at all, right? And he was the one pushing for uh, pushing for a, a lo- uh, spend more money. No, like, I don't know. You're not really, uh, you know, you're not really in any position, buddy. You're not even contributing, 
I mean, I don't know. That's a old fashioned, but you know, you're not, you're not, you're not contributing to the uh, to the money situation. I know you're contributing by watching the kids and stuff. He's the one pushing for let's spend like way more than what she says, you know. And but there, there was a scene in this thing. They're in the car. It shows them in a car. They're, they're, she's getting whipped up about something. The wife, the, she seemed fairly normal, but she was getting upset about something. And he said this phrase, tell me what would happen. <laughs> whatever. I don't know what your situation is, if you're married or if you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever. But if, if a guy said this to, uh, I don't know, I can't even imagine saying this. He goes, like, she's over there getting all whipped up about something, and she, he says, um, I'm going to need you to calm down. <laughs> I was like, what in the hell? <laughs> I told Tony, I said, I said, what would you say? I couldn't believe it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to need you to calm down now and, uh, you know, take some deep breaths. Oh, my God. That guy needed to be punched in the face. <laughs> I mean, what a condescending cock. Plus, who is he? Uh, I was fired up for the rest of the night. Yeah, I'm going to need you. I said, what would you do? I asked Tony. I said, what would you do if I said that to you? Like, yeah, I'm going to need you to. Okay, okay, Tony. I don't want to interrupt, but uh, I'm going to need you to calm down now. (laughs) Oh, my God. She probably hit me with some kind of, like, skillet or something. I mean, they're they're probably. I mean, it wouldn't be good, and I would have it coming. Anyway, do you watch that show? I get fired up watching that thing (laughs) for various reasons. And, um. I don't know. Some of those countries, you know, I have these opinions in my head. It's like, I don't know what I'm basing it on. It's like they're going, these people are moving to Singapore. So I have this vision in my head completely, I don't know, based on like very little, you know. And then it's like it shows them looking for a house. It looks like looks like freaking New York City or something. It looks like a, it's like a modern city, you know. It's like that's not the way I had it, you know, envisioned. Anyway, uh, it's a it's an eye opening show and uh, also annoying uh, in 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 many ways. But we're hooked on it. We watch it all the time. Um, speaking of uh, me and Tony, as as I record this, tomorrow is going to be tomorrow will be our thirtieth wedding anniversary. Thank you very much. And tonight we're going out to dinner. I mean, we don't do, we don't, we're not big on, I mean, I, I feel, we did go to, where do we go? We went on, oh, we went to Las Vegas. When we, on our 25th anniversary, went, we went to Las Vegas. And we were planning on possibly doing something for this 30th and it didn't pan out. Um, we're just going to go out to dinner. <laughs> That's pretty much going to be the extent of it. But uh, we've been married 30, 30 years I got we got married in Atlanta. We met at work in Atlanta, and we got we got married in um, obviously '93, and we got married by a judge. He was a we just called somebody and said, "Hey, is there somebody like a judge or something?" I don't remember how we did it, but we got hooked up with this guy. His name was uh, Gary Jackson. He's a judge in Atlanta, or he was. I don't know if he still is, and then. Um, he married us in his chambers, did a great job. I remember a call, when we were setting it up, you know, I was talking to a secretary and um, or whoever, a secretary, I guess, I don't know. And um, she said, 
I said, so what's the uh, traditional? I mean, what what am I? What should I give him? What what kind of a you know a donation or whatever you want to call it tip or whatever? She goes, well, um, you know, generally it's either fifty or a hundred dollars. Some people give more, but um, I said, which is, what is the most common? She said, a hundred, hundreds, you know, good good amount. I said, all right, sounds good. So um, I gave him a hundred bucks. I gave him an envelope. She goes, when we got there, she goes, if you have anything for the judge, you can leave it with me. <laughs> Guy probably never saw it. No, I don't know. But anyway, so the whole wedding cost a hundred dollars, you know. And then we had um, we had a party that night at this fancy ass hotel called the Swiss Hotel. I don't think it's there anymore. The hotel's there, but it's not called Swiss Hotel anymore. It's in the Buckhead area of Atlanta. Oh, man, it was a blast. So much fun. So much fun. All the people from work, our friends were there, you know, and um, some people you know, traveled to be there, you know, friend, like my friend Steve was there, you know, my parents, my grand, my grandmother was there, my brother, you know, a bunch of people came in and um, a bunch of people from work. It was, couldn't have been more fun. Just a complete blast, you know. Oh, my aunt and uncle, Pam and Chuck, they came in. So, you know, nobody was, hardly anybody was at the wedding itself, which that was a gift. That was our gift to them, you know. They, just, we, you know, you don't have to go through the wedding part. You know, we're going to do that behind closed doors. Uh, we're just going to fast forward right to the party. Hell yes. That is a gift. That's a gift from us to the participants in our in our wedding. <laughs> so um, so that was a that was so much fun. And then we went to San Francisco the next day. We um we we spent a week out in San Francisco. Perfect. I mean, it couldn't have been more. It was it was so much fun. It was absolute perfection. It's like. All of it went exactly as we'd hoped, <laughs> you know. You know, because you always build stuff up inside your head, like, uh, "Oh, this is going to be the best." This actually was the best. This was one of the best, you know. the The wedding day, perfect, beautiful weather. Uh, the trip to San Francisco, absolutely perfect. We stayed in a nice hotel. We did a lot of fun stuff, you know. It was great. The city is beautiful. I mean, I don't know what... I hear horror stories about it now, but that was back 30 years ago. Uh, it was, I mean, just beautiful, you know, and just, we had so much fun. We went to this, you know, we went to this cool old bar called Vesuvio's, and I uh, went there a few times, and um, we went to a, a Giants baseball game at Candlestick, and um, went out to Alcatraz, we took one of those bus tours around the city. So much fun. We went to the Haight Ashbury. We did all the. We did it all, and it was it was just a blast, you know. So that was uh, 30 years ago. Tonight we're gonna go to some fancy pants Italian restaurant and have dinner, and that'll be good. And it's gonna be kind of a low key 30th. We were planning to go to England, maybe, or over to the UK somewhere. That didn't work out. We had other issues that uh, we had to deal with this year. So that didn't work out. Maybe we'll do it. I don't know. It doesn't have to be on one of our anniversary years, right? It's just whenever it makes sense. Whenever we can Whenever we can do it, we should do it. Anyway, that's uh, tomorrow, 30th wedding anniversary. 
pretty good, huh? It's a pretty good run. You know, I was thinking the other day, or this morning actually, uh, about when you get married back in those days, you used, used to have to go get a blood test. Remember that? Don't think you have to do that anywhere anymore. I think that's a thing of, thing of the past. What was that about? It was something about some kind of disease that you could pass on to your kids or something. I'm not sure. It's something to do with that. Because it's, uh, you know, people get married and have kids. They, they want to make sure that you're not going to, I don't know, pass on something. I'm not clear on it. But they don't do it anymore, I don't think, anywhere. Uh, but back when we were in Georgia, I had to go get a blood test. And I, I remember being worried about it. Like, they're going to find something terrible in there. I wasn't worried about any kind of disease that we're going to pass on to our kids. I was just thinking about, oh, they're going to find something in there, like blood cancer or something, because <laughs> that's the way I am. I'm like always worried. I'm like paranoid and uh, neurotic. Every time I get blood tests or any time I go to the doctor, I'm convinced that they're going to find something horrific, something that's just going to be life-altering in a, in a negative way. But anyway, huh, did you have to get, if you got married, did you have to get a blood test? What's that all about? Anyway, um, I do have one call that came in. It was quick. It's a quickie, but it came in as a re response to our previous episode where we had three calls. We we're talking about uh, uh, what was it called? What was it? Oh, bad trips gone bad or vacations, negative vacation. You know, vacations that didn't work out for whatever reason. And one of them was from um, from our old buddy Patrick. And um, this this call right here is from uh, who's it? Ron from Florida. This is in response <laughs> to Patrick's long list of, uh, of 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 horror stories, travel horror stories. And so here it is. Hey Jeff, it's Ron from Florida. Uh, I just got done listening to the latest podcast, and uh, your your buddy Pat. He's better off just not leaving the house at all. My God. Either that or it was his ex-wife. It sounds like most of that crap happened with his ex-wife, so now that she's gone, maybe he can have better vacations. Anyway, love the show, man. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, it was quite a list he had. Uh, I don't know. I don't really think about that. I don't know. But, um, he, you know, I had a, I've had my share of uh, travel horror stories, and um, it sounds like Patrick's got me beat, though. But, yeah, you're right. I hope I hope Patrick does have some good trips. I feel like he probably does. He probably he probably has some he has some um, the other end of the spectrum uh, trips as well. I was thinking about this. You know, I, I one of the things I was thinking about this this morning when we're in England, which I don't know when that was, a long time ago, two thousand eight, I think. For some reason, do you ever have stuff that you've done? That you think back on and you just like get a full body shiver. I have hundreds of those things. I, did, I created a new one yesterday. This doesn't have anything to do with the story, but um, I called somebody that I work with and uh, I had a question. Well, I texted her. I, te I texted her first. She didn't respond, and I, I, I was like, I need I need an answer. I need to, I need to find out what the hell's you know. I needed an answer, so I called her and. Um, she uh, clearly, I woke her up. I said, "Oh man, I'm sorry. Did I wake you up?" She goes, "Yeah." I said, "I'm sorry. God, I feel terrible about that." She goes, "Don't worry about it. It's all right. I need to get up anyway." I said, "Ah," and I felt like an asshole about it, right? So, um, so then, 
she answered my question, right? Then that night, at, at the same night, I went at work. I stopped by her office to apologize some more. I wanted to continue apologizing for waking her up. And they said, oh, she's on vacation. She, uh, she's in South Carolina. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Not only did I wake her up, she's on vacation. What an asshole. God. I was like, oh, my God. I texted her. I said, I'm so sorry. I feel so terrible. But anyway, so one of these things is, uh, this is, this is gross, but one of the things about travel that, uh, that does, I mean, I, I you know, I don't, I don't have, I have a few horror stories, and, and but I, I don't have the long list like Patrick does. But I, I do have some, you know, I had some trouble. But one of the things that's consistent, and this is disgusting, and I, I apologize in advance, but it throws off my entire gastrointestinal, you know, that whole thing. Travel does. It starts on day one, right? It starts at home the morning I leave. I feel like I'm under too much pressure. Like I, I have to like there like there's a time crunch, and I can't you know I can't take my morning constitutional on my own schedule. I try to force the issue. I get all up in my head, right? Get all up in my head about it, and I try to force. <laughs> I try to force the issue. It never works, right? And then I spend the entire day like uh, suffering because I'm not one of your, I'm not like you guys. I don't go, I can't just go like, and just, just go in there and just offload in a target or whatever. I can't, I can't go to like a grocery store and take a dump in there. <laughs> you know, I can't do that. I'm not like, I, it's, it's going to be at home or a hotel. That's pretty much it. Or in my parents' house, you know, those are pretty much the only three places <laughs> in the world that, you know, a hotel, my parents' house. I don't know why that is, but that's true. And and my house, my house, our house, right? And um, so I try. I get up in the morning. I got a time crunch. We have to leave, and I, and it, it generally just happens. You know, you drink a few cups of coffee, and things start moving in that direction, right? And you just take care of business, and you're good for the rest of the day. So I, when we go on a trip every time. I, you know, I, I try, I get all up in my head about it, and then I, I try to force the issue. It doesn't work. And then I feel like the Michelin man. I'm all puffed up. I feel like the Michelin man for the rest of the day, you know, and it, it just ruins everything. It, it makes me, it makes me feel. So anyway, one time, um, let's see. Uh, I told you guys, okay, okay, I told you guys about. <laughs> You know, I, I told you this story before. But one time, I was with, uh, went on a trip with a with a new girlfriend. We were in early. It was early days. I told this story before, but uh, it was early days of a relationship, and it was uh, a long time ago, more than thirty years ago. And um, but she wanted. She asked me if if I wanted to go to Charleston, South Carolina, with her and her parents. They were going to stay at somebody's house on an island off the coast of Charleston at some woman's house. And um, I don't know, I was like, oh, my God, I, I barely even know her. This is like, gonna, this could be, you know, this could be something else. You know, I don't know. I don't know about that. This could go off the rails, you know. 
Um, I felt a little weird about it because I was, you know, early days. I didn't know her parents. I felt the whole thing felt awkward, but I, I didn't want to say no. So I ended up going, of course. So we, so we go and uh, we, we get to the house and um, has white carpeting, like snow white carpeting all throughout. Like, who would do this? I'm going to spill something on this. I know, like a meatball is going to roll off <laughs> off a plate, and the woman's going to flip out because they're a pristine white carpet. I'm going to track in, like, railroad grease or something off, you know. I'm going to do something, you know. So that was making me a nervous wreck. And then the only bathroom in the house that I that I knew about was the one right off the kitchen I mean, and everybody hung out in the kitchen, drank wine, in there yucking it up. Everybody's in there like, whoa, whoa. You know, the parents, her parents and the woman who owned the house, in there 100% of the time, you know. They're in there all the time, and there's a bathroom right there, just a, like a one of those hollow corridors. <laughs> I mean, you can't. how are you supposed to go in there and use the bathroom? How are you supposed to go in there and have a sit-down session? With everybody right there, you may as well just be doing it right in the kitchen. I mean, every sound not only would be heard, but it would be amplified by the acoustics of this bathroom. And then, I mean, there's other issues I don't even want to get into. There could be problems that, you know, there could be lingering problems, if you know what I mean. I mean, this is not good. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I don't know these people. I, I, I'm early days of this relationship. I don't know. You know. I can't do it. So I just got it in my head. I'm just going to ride this thing out. I'm just not going to, you know, I'm just not going to take a shit <laughs> the entire the entire three days. I think I could do it. And so I started thinking, I'm, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to make it through the three days without, you know, without, uh, you know, a, a, a number two. Try not to be too gross. So, uh, so you know, I, I was doing that. I wasn't. I, I, by by the second day, I was sick. I mean, I felt like I was sick, half sick. <laughs> you know, and I was just miserable. I was just trying, doing my best to push through. I felt like I was all bloated out. I, I felt like one of those Macy's parade. You know, I should be floating over a Macy's parade. You know, New Year's Day and um. I don't know. It was terrible. So uh, w- w- one night, uh, my girlfriend Sharon, she goes, "Let's go." Uh, I don't know. We went out in her car. We went out, we went out in a car, and we went and bought some. We had a couple beers somewhere, and I was like, "Oh God!" Like I could every sip of beer just made it worse. I felt like I was just expanding, you know. And um, so then we went. We went somewhere. We were parked, and it was like this romantic, you know. It was overlooking the ocean, you know. There's palm trees out there. It's like almost like a, you know, like a place where, uh, you know, I don't know what, you know, I don't know. Some people like, you know, people go there for romantic, uh, romantic evening or whatever, romantic moments or whatever. So we're out there and um, we start, uh, you know, making out a little bit, you know. We're, uh, you know, kind of. Moving about inside the car, <laughs> you know, and um, and then I and then tragedy struck. <laughs> I uh, I moved in a certain way. I moved my I twisted my body in a certain way, and a loud, a loud, prolonged tug tugboat blast. <laughs> 
I mean, it, it was loud, and it seemed like it lasted forever, and it came out of nowhere. It caught me off surprise as much as it caught her off surprise. It sounded like some kind of a, you know, like a like a cruise ship was coming into the harbor. <laughs> Real loud, prolonged blast. And I was like, oh, my God, my stomach, you know, almost, basically almost fell out of my ass. I mean, I was like, oh, my God. Just pure, more. I'm just totally mortified, you know. And I, I look at her with this look of like, oh my god, this total fear and disgust, and and, and just, you know, I'm just destroyed emotionally <laughs> from this uh, from this uh, tugboat blast. And um, she started laughing hysterically, and she goes, oh my god, I wish I wish you could see the look on your face. <laughs> And um, she was cool about it, and we laughed and laughed. You know, eh, it's one of those things. I'm thinking when I think back on it, I'm like, oh god. We've talked about it since then. She thinks it's hilarious. She was cool about that kind of thing. <laughs> anyway, there was another instance like that. This is even ah, this is disgusting. I don't. I shouldn't even tell this story. But when we're in when we're in England. 2008, I think, is when we went over there. And um, we, it was one of those deals. It was one of those deals. I was trying to, you know, it was, you know, I was trying to make, make something happen artificially, you know, instead of letting, letting nature take its course, you know, which I do every day. Uh, I was trying, you know, I was in a position where we, we were, we were going to go out and about I had to take care of business on a, on a, on a schedule instead of, uh, you know, instead of letting it, letting na- nature take its course. And, um, you know, nothing happened. I couldn't, I couldn't make anything happen. <laughs> I could, you know, and we went, we were, we went down the block to a restaurant. We're having breakfast in this restaurant, right? I'm drinking coffee and we're having whatever, eating, eating breakfast. And I, and I, I started getting, uh, I could tell something was, something was imminent, you know. I mean, I don't. It's like the travel. You know, I don't have these problems except when I'm when I'm traveling, and it throws off my entire cycle. There's a there's a cycle. There's a there's a rhythm to it. This throws everything off, and I, uh, you know, and I, I could tell. You know, this is not. This is something. It's going to have to be dealt with. I told Tony. I said, I'm sorry to do this, but uh, I think I'm going to. Hoof it back to the hotel real fast. <laughs> Take care of a little uh, personal problem. She goes, I don't need to know everything. I don't need to know every detail. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be back. You know, it won't take long. Believe me. <laughs> I can tell it's going to be, you know, uh, you know, quick in and out. She goes, I don't, need, I don't need to know anything, you know. So I hoofed it back over there and um, went back to the room and laid waste to the entire <laughs> to the entire room I mean it was complete destruction I mean I don't know I mean it, it was a it was a terrible terrible situation <laughs> I mean just the, the, the just uh, I, I don't, I don't want to get into it but it was quite a quite a spectacular event and it was uh, there was there was a lot of uh, aftershocks that I had to deal with <laughs> and um, it, it went on for a while but anyway and it was not good. The room was in no, you know, it was not inhabitable. I mean, I, I had rendered it uninhabitable. 
So I took care of all that. I took care of that problem. I left. I was leaving, leaving my room, locking it up, make sure it was locked and everything. And there's this girl who works at the hotel. She looked like she was like 17 years old. She was extremely cute. Like she looked like a high school, like a, a cute high schooler. She was real, you know, chipper and friendly. She goes, you know, she had a British accent, of course. And she goes, I'm getting ready to clean your room. Uh, do you need anything? I said, ah. <laughs> I, like, I wanted to say, don't go in there. Please don't go in there. But I can't say that. I don't know. I didn't know what to do. And I was like, oh, my God. I said, no, I'm good. And I just, like, took off and went down the stairs. <laughs> I, didn't even wait for the, I didn't even wait for the elevator. I just went down the stairs just to escape the situation. And when I, looked, when I, was, head, when I was heading down the stairs, I looked over my shoulder, and she was opening the door. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Caesar, uh, so the, I only have these problems <laughs> when I'm traveling. You know, is, 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 this, is, is this just me? I think most of you guys, you just go take a big dump in an Ollie's. You don't care. Yeah, you know, I don't care. So like take a shit anywhere, any, any toilet in town, you know, any, any port in a storm. God, I'm not like that. I'm not like that at all. I've got maybe, maybe it's a hang up. I don't know, whatever you want to call it, but I'm, I'm not like that. So I, I get in the situations. It's mostly when I travel. I never have these issues at home. Because I, I let nature take its, take its course. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, aren't you glad you called, Ron? <laughs> All right. We're at the end of this thing. It's about time we're going to go have a... I don't know what I'm going to have. I'm not a big, you know, not really... Uh, anyway, I don't know what I'm going to have for dinner. It's some fancy place where the guy comes out with like a, you know, a linen over his forearm. You know, very fancy. You know, and I don't know. I feel, I feel kind of ill at ease at those kind of places. But, you know, it'll be nice. It'll be nice. So we'll have fun. And um, so until next time, oh, if you want two of these a week, I almost forgot to do all this. If you want two of these a week, head on over to Patreon.com. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation, and you'll get an extra episode every week. Not every once in a while. Not every month. That's for suckers. Every week. So do it today. Double down on the surf report. If, you, if one a week isn't good enough, and I don't think it is, patreon.com slash Jeff K is where you can rectify that problem. If you want to call in like Ron did and Patrick and all the other folks in the previous episode, uh, you can do that. 570-290-8151 is the number. Call around the clock. It's just voicemail. You know, you know, respond to something I said or something I brought up. Or ask a question or whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat. 570-290-8151 is the number. And the WBSR.com is the center of the Surf Report, Surf Report universe. So head on over there to... to head on over there to... God, that making sense. Head on over there as well. And, um, yeah, the WVSR.com, the West Virginia Surf Report. It's been on the Internet since uh, 2000, I think. I think I, uh, I think I got the domain name in 1999. I tried to get WVSR.com. It was uh, taken. You would think it would be a radio station because there actually is a WVSR in uh, Charleston, West Virginia. 
used to be called, uh, what was it? FM1, what was it? I don't know. But anyway, um, it, what, what did they call that station? It was real popular. But anyway, no, it wasn't It wasn't a radio station. Oh, it's called V100. That's what it was. But no, 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 that's not what it was. It was uh, the West Virginia Split Rail Company. They already had that. In 1999, a split rail company in West Virginia already was so savvy, they had gone in and grabbed that domain name. Back in those days, all there was like the internet was like tiny. You know, let me take a hit of water. Ah, too much talking. The internet was tiny. You could get pretty much any domain name you wanted, but you couldn't get that one. So I just had to put the WBSR. And I grabbed that in 1999. Anyway, if you want expanded show notes and other nonsense, I mean, it's just a chock full of nonsense. The WBSR.com is where you should go to get it. I just had a coughing jag. Sorry about that. I better go. So until next time, which will be over on the Patreon side, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see ya. Bye. German charm.